Welcome to Upward Together. By joining us, you are entering a community built upon exploration, respect, and non-judgment. We aren't sure where our musings will take us, but we thank you for stopping by. Dude, low-key, it's cool that we have the pre-roll and post-roll. We can just literally shoot the poop. That is nice. I'm just frustrated that this quality is insane. Like this is what it could have. This is what it could have been. No, from the it's beginning. gonna be. It's gonna be. We're working out the issues. <laughs> it's like we are working out. Um, what's up, Josh? Hey, Jethro. This is kind of weird because you're literally in front of me, like in person. <laughs> <laughs> the mic bleed to prove it. Do I want to hear? I want to hear. It I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea what it's going to sound like, but it sounds good in our in our headphones right now. If there's mic bleed, I think it'll be into yours. Probably because you you have the cloud lifter on. Yeah, and mine's more um, like yours is a condenser mic. Wait, no, it's dynamic. It's dynamic. I think it's dynamic. Oh, this I one's also technically yeah, dynamic. Yeah, I think they're both dynamic. Mics. But this one, I feel like, cancels out sound better. Well, I think mine has higher gain right now. I think you you. I don't know how it works. Whatever whatever it's man. technicality stuff i want to talk about um well i want to talk about a lot of things but i think today we'll talk about something that's been on my mind for a while and that's the idea of <laughs> the new idea of heartbreak um if you're willing to listen josh and maybe have some questions always um someone once asked me they're like jethro uh would you say heartbreak is the worst kind of pain? And I think we kind of got into a little dispute because to me, heartbreak is the only kind of pain as in anything that hurts other than, you know, I guess an arm break or a leg break does break your heart a little bit. And it's not just romantic rejection, but I think it's also, you know, you get rejected from your dream college or you get rejected from, your dream job. I think there's a little bit of heartbreak there, right? And that's painful. Um, but I will say, I think for me personally, romantic heartbreak is the toughest form of all heartbreaks because one, I think we're all wired for a relationship. Um, and there's nothing better than you saying yes to someone and them saying yes to you back truly so then conversely i think there's nothing worse than saying yes to somebody and then saying no to you um but it's so interesting because when you put your hand on a hot stove by accident um it hurts and then you know never to touch it again and you don't you don't even entertain the idea for the rest of your life yet when you get heartbroken, which is probably a worse sort of pain than putting your hand on a stove emotionally and mentally, it, it, it's so unbearable that I guess logically you would say, okay, then you never entertain the idea of, of heartbreak again. You never put yourself in a situation where that could happen, just as you would never put yourself in a situation where you would put your hand on a hot stove. And yet, unlike not putting your hand on a stove. We return to the thing that could cause heartbreak again and again and again and again and again. And that doesn't make any sense 
except that love must be greater than heartbreak. And it is. And it is. Um, anyways, that doesn't really have anything to do with... Because I think I can spout <laughs> these cool little one-offs about heartbreak, but I think I want to talk personally about what heartbreak has meant to me and what uh, what it has done to me and how it's affected me. But before I start, any questions? No, I was gonna I was gonna respond with the same thing that you concluded, which is I think the difference between touching a hot stove and throwing yourself into a relationship or putting yourself out there in that way romantically is the the upside or the possible. <laughs> I mean, what, two people saying yes to each other. If if you don't say yes ever, then someone saying yes to you, it, it can never be met in that same way, and and have that that true power of of both both saying yes. Yeah, but a hot stove is. Yeah, I mean the ana- <laughs> the analogy the analogy kind of falls flat because there's no benefit to putting your hand on a hot stove. Other than maybe a cool story to tell later on in life. Unless you're trying to get rid of your fingertips. <laughs> yeah. So you're numb forever. Um, this is definitely probably the hardest thing for me to talk about. Not forever, but because I've never actually talked about it before. I it, really? It's a really vulnerable thing to talk about heartbreak for me. And I'll always pretend that I'm not. I, I'm okay with talking about... Um, you know, my mental illnesses or, um, loss of friend or, or, or things like that. But when it comes to, uh, I, 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 I beat myself up more than I would like about how I am in romantic relationship more than anything. Um, and this is not me coming clean and this is not me saying, Oh, I'm guilty of anything. Um, But it's really tough to say that, yeah, of course, there are two sides to every story and every relationship, but it's really tough to say that I wasn't perfect in the relationship, that, in fact, I was to blame for a lot of it. And I don't mean that in a self-deprecating way. And uh, I think it's just a really honest assessment of how I've been in relationships. Um, And that used to you know, before I dive into that, that used to really beat me up. I, I used to really struggle with that because, you know, if you're not capable of loving somebody else, then what's the point of living? Because life is all about love. And I really said that to myself and I was like, well, yeah, you just suck. You're terrible. Um, and so that either goes in two ways, you know, one, it goes to a hopeless life or two, I take the long journey to get better. Um, and learn how to love myself so that I can love others and learn what healthy boundaries mean and learn um, how not to be jealous and what's reasonable and what's not reasonable in relationships. Um, And obviously I wish I had the foresight to do all of that before I got into relationships where I um, messed up and lost a person in particular. Um, but enough with the whole like vagueness. I definitely am in gigantic sort of 
sad boy mode <laughs> heartbreak <laughs> right now. Um, mainly because in the relationship, I used her in the sense that I needed her to be someone who always lifted me up and was my validator. And whenever I was struggling, they had to drop everything for me. And um, in my mind, I thought that's what love was, that you kind of devote everything and anything to this one person. Um, and whenever that person did something else, it was kind of a knock against how they felt about me. And I would let them know that. Um, and so, oh, I'm going to go hang out with friends. Oh, okay. So you must not like me then, you know, it, that aggressive of a jump, um, or, Hey, I think I'm going to take some space or go to bed early. It's like, oh, okay. So that's more important than, than our relationship. Like I would, I was that person. Mm -hmm. Um, or it was Thanksgiving and her family was all back. And I was like, oh, so you'd rather spend time with your family than talk to me? It's like, duh. Like, yes. But in my mind, I could not comprehend it. And it hurt so badly, actually, that that's why I would react the way that I would. And I think I wish people understood that about, um, I guess, insecure, broken people is they're not trying to be malicious. Now, are they harmful? Are they toxic? Yes, absolutely. Was I harmful? Was I toxic? Yes. Um, and I think owning up to that has been really, really tough. Um, and I still wrestle with it. And, um, But the reason why people do that or the reason why I did that is because I was deathly afraid of the alternative, which was abandonment, which was finding a life better away from me. Uh, I was just so afraid that I would not be good enough that any moment that she had a chance to reevaluate her life independent from me, it was scary. And so I would crave that control and I would act on that control so that I could keep her so I would feel safe and secure and know that she won't leave. Now that's very counterproductive from an outside point of view. And you can really tell that that's not love. That's control. That's manipulation. Um, and, and that was me. Um, and you know, I could blame life. I can blame how I was raised. I can blame past relationships for, me being insecure, not thinking I'm good enough. But at the end of the day, I hurt this person. Um, I detracted from their life in a way that they didn't deserve. Um, and uh, it was tough because, yeah, of course I really cared about this person. This person was really important to me. And I wanted to express that. And so I did the whole even gaslighting thing. It's like, hey, look, I'm not even spending time with them. All I want to do is spend time with you. I'm not even spending time with my family. Like you should you should reciprocate in the same way, or else I'm loving you better than you're loving me. Um which is 
you know, a very sure sign of control, of manipulation, of gaslighting. And and the thing is, is she loved really well to the point where she would actually make those amends to make me feel better. And I would always make the excuse, oh, it's it's who I am. Oh, it's my mental illness. I really do care about you. I'm so sorry. Please take me back kind of thing. Um, and it was just like, why, why, why can I so clearly understand what love is for other people and tell them, Hey, you should get out of that relationship. It's not good for you. Or, Hey, it's toxic. And I think the reason why I'm so good at that is because I'm so painfully aware of it within myself. And so basically I was just saying, ah, like warning, stay away from me. But also I, I don't want to be alone. Um, yes, the AC is on. I wonder if that'll pick this up. Um, I wanted to ask, oh, am I all the way off? Can you hear me in your headphones? No. Oh, this is real life. There, there we go. go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to ask if you felt like, or do you feel like you recognize those things just recently? Or all those things you were just talking about, about looking back at yourself in the relationship, realizing those behaviors were detrimental. Is that reflection that you've been doing recently? And that's kind of like the the impetus for the sad boy feeling right now to to quote, to quote your words, or is it just like you had already done that reflection and now you're thinking about it again? No, I was every single time that I did it, I was painfully aware of what I was doing. Oh, while you were doing it, I was like, I know what I'm doing. I just can't help it because it hurts so much. Um, I, 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 it's hard to explain exactly. I'm trying to think of an analogy. It's like if I broke my left arm and then you like pushed on it or something and I like screamed out in pain and I got angry at you. I don't want to get angry at you. I just can't help it because what you're doing hurts so much. And I think I don't want to talk about specific diagnoses, but basically what I suffered with was uh, like this emotional third degree burns Mm -hmm. that basically any light touch felt absolutely unbearable. Something that wouldn't realistically or right just truly wasn't. Uh, a hurtful oh, behavior. Yeah, you didn't text back in 10 minutes. Ow, ow, that hurts a yeah, lot. And I'm yeah. going to lash out because it hurts. Um, and so it was all of this sort of, I knew what was happening. I just didn't know how to stop it. And so that was that was scary too because I was self-aware, but I didn't have the tools to deal with it. And instead I took it out on, on this person. Um, and... And so I, I did the work. 
I did the work. I went to therapy. I read books. I worked on loving myself. I worked on trusting myself. I really pushed to be a good, healthy person. And then this is where the real heartbreak actually comes into play is I come back and I say, I'm better now. I really am. I'm good. Like I understand what true love means. It means freedom. It means allowing them to live their life, but trusting they'll come back to you. It, it means saying yes and believing them when they say yes, instead of doubting them. It means that you're not dependent on them, that your life is already fulfilled but life just becomes better with them there. Like I understood it and I got it and I want to be able to love somebody so well. I It's almost all I want to do in life now is prove to myself that I can love somebody well because I don't need them to fulfill me anymore or fulfill the needs or fill the holes that I'm supposed to do for myself. Um, and I'm like, I'm ready. And she goes, in the time that you became ready, I moved on. And I don't think there's anything healthy for me here. And look, I could try to trust you and jump into the relationship, but all I know is what we just had for the past however long. And I'm not ready for something like that. She didn't want to touch the stove again. Yeah. And that hit me like a brick. Because I guess naive me thought, yeah, if I'm better, like, oh, yeah, she'll just take me back instantly. And that's not the case. And I think the reason why, not the reason why, I mean, there are many reasons, but I think one of the reasons why it hurts so much is because heartbreak is uh, something that you have to take ownership of. I could have easily pushed for it. I could have easily been mad. I could have easily said, hey, look, no, like, give me a chance and we keep on pushing. But at that moment, I realized there was nothing I could do. I lost her because of my own insecurities. And so now there's this weird paradox and this weird issue where I am better because of her. Because I hurt her so much. I never want to do that again. Um, I want to be the person that I've always wanted to be for somebody else. But at that moment in time, and honestly, still now, that person is her. And so it's not like, oh, I only wanted to be better for her and she didn't take me back. So I'm going to be sucky and go back to who I was. It's, it's, I, I have to say thank you to her for allowing me to be a better person, but also just extreme pain because I, I can't say thank you to her because, because I'm no longer in her life. And I think one way to explain it really well is I grew because of her. I wish you could see my growth and my life is really good. But I wish that I could share it with you. And and of course, 
you know, there are the classic sort of responses to this. It's like, oh, you know, they'll, somebody else will come along and they'll sweep you off your feet and you'll never even know about the last person or, oh, just, uh, eat ice cream and watch a movie and it'll all be fine. And Or like if it's meant to happen, it'll happen eventually. Yeah, like cool. But but really the only thing that heals here is 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 time. And that's just a brutal thing because I can't control time. I can't speed up time. I can't fast forward. I just have to live it. Um, and yeah, there are things that I can do to cope, you know, spend time with friends, um, pick up some hobbies, all of that. Learn to let go. But it's still time. It's still time. And it's just you know, a little part of me hopes that she comes back around and not in a desperate way or, or anything like that, but you do miss your best friend. Even when you didn't treat them well, still miss them. And I know when life is all said and done, who I'm with is the love of my life and I will be very happy like I am right now. But I'm not at the end of my life. I'm here now and, and these feelings are real. Um, and yeah, I definitely sucked big time. And I'm tired of people saying, no, nobody you didn't suck. You're okay. It's, I'm proud that I no longer am that person. I'm proud that I can look at myself in the past and say, yeah, you, you weren't as good as you could have been. But now you are. And I think that's something to be proud of. And I'm healthy and I pour myself into healthy habits and I cope well. I write a bunch. Um, and that's really helped to put the thoughts out on paper and also um, allows my creative creative side to keep on chugging along, I guess. But it's all about time. Man, it sucks. Have, oh, you, have you forgiven yourself? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think there's any hard feelings against me. I don't think I'm like, Jethro, you're terrible. How could you ever do that? I think in order for me to actually have become better, I needed to come to terms with it mm -hmm. and look at it and go, yeah, I mean, that's what you did. And it wasn't okay. And it wasn't right. But you don't have to do it again. You can't go back in time, undo it. But what you can do is atone for it as much as you can by living a better life moving forward. And that's all I can do. And so now with every new friendship, any new interaction, all it is is love for me. That whatever you're going through, whatever life experience you're in, um, whatever your story is, I want to welcome you into my life and love you for who you are. And that's how I think I want to atone is 
is be secure in myself and offer the fullness of me to others. But still, you know, as many friends as I have and as many opportunities are coming my way and as, as full as my life is, romantic heartbreak just is, I mean, I've coped by drinking a milkshake every single day because uh, it's comfort food. Uh, I take a lot of naps. Um, I cry. I listen to sad music. And I wish I could show people like how much it sucks just so people... No, no, I don't actually. I don't really care if people think I'm struggling or not. It's not about them, but it just I have to just deal with it and push it, uh, push through it. And at the end of the day, I can only say thank you for all of that because I will become a better person. Um, but some days are tough. Actually, today was tough with that. Um, just watch Netflix all day, took and slept and didn't really do much. Um, but that's okay. Anyways, thanks for listening. That's yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad I got to be here and hopefully, hopefully put a bright spot on the end of the day. I honestly kind of feel better after sharing all of that. Do I want to be bold and say the name of? Uh, <laughs> that's up to you. I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's necessary. Um, I think if, you, you said it. I think the person knows who they are. I think you know who the person is. You know what's funny is what if one person listens and they, and think, they think it's, it's about not. them and it's not and it's just really awkward? I had to put that in there so that then they start questioning if it's them or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, only you will ever truly know, which I think is what what truly matters. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm literally just like in, I'm just like reflecting on it. Just Thanks for listening. Love everyone. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to add in addition to that? Right, actually love everyone. No, love That's everyone. That's what I learned, yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah. You got to love yourself, though. Love others as you as you love yourself. Yeah, love everyone includes you, right? Absolutely. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. We're, we're good. We're good. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks. Peace. Thank you all for listening each week. It would mean a lot to us if you left a rating and review, as well as recommend the podcast to people you know. Your feedback helps us improve, allowing more people to find this podcast and muse along with us. If our conversation gave something to you, maybe it will give something to someone else. It sure gives something to us. See you all next time.